Let's go. This is Women Rising. I've got Mary Jane Feek with me today. You might not know who she is because Mary Jane is Canadian and uh, she's come all the way. Actually, you need to get your microphone nearer you. I haven't I haven't thought of that. She's come very well prepared with all her notes. But um, I really wanted to chat with her because she's a very interesting person, uh, apart from the fact that she's Canadian and she's come all the way to Jib. She's been here for six years and um, and now she's the president of the Rotary Club Gibraltar and we, I don't know much about the Rotary Club Gibraltar so it's important to get this out and so other people um, can also know what the Rotary Club do. So Hi, very nice to see you, MJ. Yes, hello. <laughs> nice to see you as well. Tell me about the Rotary Club in Gibraltar and what yes. do you do there? Um, so just a bit of history. I mean, a lot of people are familiar with the word Rotary or maybe recognize the wheel. Um, but the Rotary Club Gibraltar was actually chartered in April of 1966. So the Rotary Club here has been around for 57 years coming up. Gosh, so it's a long time. time. Yeah. yeah, so a lot of people say to me, oh, my uncle or my grandpa, or they know someone who is involved in it. Um so for many people, this is what they think Rotary is or of, of Rotary. Um, and another interesting fact is that initially it was basically a professional businessmen's club. So there weren't women in our initial club okay. in Rotary. But in 2005, the club began to allow in women members. And now we have a mix of 50-50 basically with men and women. Um, we range in age from late 30s up to 80s. And some members are more active than others, but all are an integral part of our club. So what is Rotary? <laughs> this is always a, a, a big question. Rotary is a service organization. So we want or we are all people who are um, living in Gibraltar or working in Gibraltar mm -hmm. who feel that Gibraltar is our home and our community and we want to give back to the community. And so really that's the root of it. It's service, um, service oriented and it is a way for all of us to be able to be a part of a community and give back to a community. Fantastic. And what is the main motto of the Rotary Club? Do you have like a motto? We do actually. You do? Yeah. So the main motto is um, service above self. Okay. So um, one of the things that when you become a member, one of the things that you vow to is that you will put um, other people's needs above yourself, whether it be in business, like you're, you're not going to join the club so that you can use it to your advantage for your own business. You're doing this out of the goodness of your heart because mm. you want to do something better for the community. So, and you say that you vow. So, so it, <laughs> it, it sounds like something quite serious, you know, like, like the Masons, for example, that have uh, little rituals. Yes. And is, is it a bit like that? Uh, I mean, I, I wouldn't compare it directly, but yeah, all of the, the, I mean, service clubs, like Rotary's been around in the world internationally for over 120 years. Yeah. So anything that comes from those foundations is going to have, um, like say, a motto or different beliefs. And okay. they they have really adapted through the years. Um, but yeah, really the main one that always is there and that's written everywhere is service above self. And all the people that are members and all the people that join, do they need to be a certain type of person? Um, so this is a really good question. And um, a few of us were actually talking about this. What is our, our view of Rotary or goal of Rotary? Um, traditionally, it's been someone who's professional. Uh, but really, it it comes down to we want people that are wanting to better our community. And everyone has various skills and that to be able to do this. So it can range from accountants, lawyers, teachers, doctors, it really can be anything. But traditionally, it is someone who is in a, a working capacity, doing something um, professional in the community. But the word profession, I think, has changed over the years. Yeah. 
Yeah, I suppose. Um, and how, how could you become a member? I mean, yeah. So basically, um, we meet on Tuesdays at the Rock Hotel at seven thirty, and yeah. So we have every Tuesday. Every Tuesday. Wow. Yeah, yeah. That's it's quite very a committed. It is quite a commitment. We did take a break this last summer because a lot of people were away, but um, yeah. So we meet at Tuesdays at seven thirty. You can just show up. Um, you come to the meeting, you meet with members and you see if it's the right fit. Yes. So we look that it's the right fit for you in our club and that you feel we're the right fit for yourself as well. Mm. Um, it's really important to have that collaboration that what our values are, are your values because it is quite a time commitment. You don't have to come every week. There's no commitment to that. Um, basically the first week of the month is a business meeting where we do our planning and we decide what our projects are going to be. We go over what people will, um, like people will contact us and ask for different support and we decide what we're doing. Um, the second two meetings are generally speakers. So we have people come in from the community, um, from all walks of life, from authors to ministers to, you know, the governor, anyone will come in and, and just talk about um, different things so that we can enlighten ourselves about the community. There's a lot of mm -hmm. things going in on in Gibraltar that um, our people just aren't aware of. Yeah. So we try to pick speakers that can educate us in Enlighten that. Enlighten you. Enlighten us. It really is what it is. And then we, uh, monthly we have a dine out. So we go to a restaurant in always locally in Gibraltar. And usually there's between 20 and 30 of us and we just have That's a social really evening. Fun. Yeah. So even if you're just not sure if this might be something for you, you can just join the dine out, um, and pop by. We have a website in that, that I, I mean, I'll give to you afterwards, but, um, a lot of it is just that maybe you you have the the will or the need in your life to want to mm. give back, and this is a way to start. And for those that don't have the same time commitment, um, or maybe aren't in Gibraltar all the time, we have Friends of Rotary as well. So you can just volunteer where you can. So maybe you just come and volunteer at the car boot sale to help us with the stall, or you might volunteer um, at other events that we do or fundraisers. Wow. Or you might just help create awareness. So all the members in within the Rotary Club, do they all have a particular role or not really? No, so we do. We have a board. Um, so there are actually uh, eight of us on the board, which is quite a large board this year. And one of the things that we really feel strongly about is mentorship. So our board is actually half new members and half experienced members. And so we're able to, when we have a board meeting, you know, get the experience from others mm. to find out what, you know, maybe we should do, but then sometimes look at it from a new set of eyes. Um, and I don't want to say always younger set of eyes, but new set of eyes, because yeah. we have a variety of ages of members and try to do things differently. Um, cause change is always hard, but for us as an association or as a club to be able to grow for another 50 years, we have to look at what do we need to do to actually be a part of the community? You have to keep changing a little bit the way, the way that you do things just to keep, keep yeah. with them program keep really? modern keep it's, it's what it is yeah. right and reinvent yourselves yeah. it's interesting because you think of the rotary club and you think oh it's an old-fashioned gentleman's club i know the mm -hmm. women are allowed now but yeah, yeah. yeah that's what it was so you you kind of have this idea that it's something like quite archaic yeah um but actually it's quite refreshing to hear you speak um young and and, and, that, and you're really progressive and you're doing things i want to know about the projects i mean um mm -hmm. and the fundraising because that's that's interesting uh what, what are you working on what how do you choose projects 
Olympics. Yeah, I have lots of information about that. So we have lots of low, I'll tell you a little bit of what we do and what we've done. And then we actually have a big project going on for this year. I'm really excited about. Um, so some of our local projects that we do are community based. You know, a lot of people know about the car boot sale, which has been going really well. We've been how, selling how out many, every month since we started again. You do it once a month. We, it's not once a month. It's kind of, so we do apply to Morrison's and then they, which you had. Yes, um, I did. Liz, Liz, Liz. Yeah. Yeah. And then yeah. they help us with what dates we are able to be there because they have so many community things going on. We, they we help can't so do it. much Morrison's. Yeah, I, yeah. I was surprised. We were so thankful for them. Um, so we work with them and yeah. we have about 56 stalls that were allowed in the space. We do it month. We have done it monthly or kind of every six to six weeks to two months. Um, and we have it all online now. So people will register online, they get their stall, and then they come out. And we actually have a, a probably 25% of our stall holders are other charities, which is really great. So we're just facilitating. Mm, you're helping in the people. community. Yeah. Um, so that's always a big one that we have. And then the next one is coming up. Um, and then we'll have another one in the new year. We don't have that date yet. Um, we did a Jubilee last year, which was a street fair, and we raised money for Cycle, which is another youth organization. Yes. Yeah, we um, supported Clubhouse when it was um, when it was built. Um, that was actually a project through three Rotary clubs. We worked with Suta and Tangiers and Gibraltar all put money together. It's called um, Gibraltar in the Straits. So we're really wow. more international than people realize. Um, we purchased an ultrasound portal scanner and trolley for St. Bernard's Hospital. Um, we donate to cancer relief, women in need, Hogar Batania. We do a Christmas party every year at Ocean Views. How, do, gifts. how, how do you choose? Yeah, so a lot of things are just kind of come up every year. You know, yeah. these are some of the standard things. And then we honestly will just get a letter from somebody. And that's happened. We actually have had a couple of people, and, and one in particular, we had a letter from a lady in the community who wanted to further her education and wasn't able to financially support herself to do it all the way. And she came to us and we were able to give her some money for a course. And now she runs some different therapy programs in Gibraltar. We don't know about these things. (laughs) I mean, how did she find out? How do you put yourselves out there? Yeah, I think we're not maybe as good at doing that as we should be. And that's That's why why you're on this podcast. Yes. Yeah. Um, Rotarians tend to be behind the scenes. So there's lots going on, but they don't always want the praise for it. It sounds like what you're doing is really changing people's lives because if they were helping this girl with her education she can then go on and and be a therapist i mean it's a huge thing yeah for her. yeah yeah and the biggest thing is that this is people that are coming back to gibraltar to do the work mm. and to volunteer themselves um we also internationally we do a lot with polio um we, last year we raised a lot of money for ukraine um shelter box when so shelter box um so for example the last car boot sale we donated money to pakistan pakistan through Rotary international they work with groups like shelter box so whenever there's a disaster like literally the next day as soon as they can get in they're mm. providing housing or whatever is needed in that. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a great organization. We um, give money to a group in Uganda. So there's kind of standard things that we've done through the years, but we're always looking for new ideas. And that is with Rotary Club International. So obviously Some you're affiliated, yes. yeah. which I knew, but how, yeah. how in touch with you? I mean, I'm, I'm really excited to hear that you're in touch with South and the Straits Rotary Club. Yeah, That's that brilliant. One, since COVID, it hasn't been as um, active, but we're certainly going to be getting back on track with that. Are you 14 to 19 years old and wanting to do something to better yourself mentally or physically, such as a language course, an art course, a new sport or a new skill, but you don't have the money to do it? Then the Rotary Club of Gibraltar Youth Grant may be able to help you. This grant is funded by the Duke of Edinburgh Golf Charity and this year we have a total of £8,000 to award. 
Grants range from 200 to 500 pounds per individual, or if you need funding to help with a group activity or trip, this may also be considered. Go to our website at www.rotaryclubgibraltar.org to find the application form or email us at rotarygibraltarevents at gmail.com to apply. So, I mean, super interesting to hear. What, what are you working on right now? What is your big projects at the moment? You said you're really excited yes, about. Yes, we're really excited because we just met with the group um, last week. And so we're going to be um, supporting Supability, which is a new um, a new project that's been going on in Gibraltar actually through the last year or so. And Supability are working with individuals in the community with various disabilities to experience water activities. So they have worked with Surfability, which is based out of Wales, and are okay. bringing the same idea to Gibraltar. So actually taking people um, that have physical disabilities like um, issues with sight, uh, you know, they, they took some people out this last summer that were blind out and it's surfing or supboarding. I've seen so, with the Into Adventures yeah, people yeah, uh, with exactly. Tom and I've, yes, I saw that. That's 100% that. what it is. I so their charity is Supability. Oh, it's called yeah. Supability. Yes. Yeah, so we're so, going to be working with them. We're planning a big fundraiser in the spring um, to bring awareness to what they're doing as well as to help support them financially. They're looking for volunteers, people to get training to work with them um, that are interested in this as well as, um, you know, financial support yeah. so that they can have more equipment. Yeah, know. yeah, of course. Yeah, basically. So uh, set up, they've set up a charity, have they? Yeah, basically. It's, it's um, it, like I said, it's called Supability. Mm. And yeah, and they're working with, with various people. And I think one of the things that when they spoke to us the other day that was really nice to hear about is it's not just about working with people with disabilities, but it's bringing families together because a sibling is then maybe able to go out in the water help their brother with sister. their brother or sister. And I think that's such an amazing experience because as parents, you may not have the facility to do that with your children. Yeah. You know, like, yeah, there's for a, sure. yeah. So I think it's, it's amazing <clears throat> it's what can project. be done. And just the mental health aspect of getting people out into the water. So how are you fundraising for that? What is it that you're going to do? We're planning to do a gala ball um, in the spring. So we're just getting that committee okay. together and we'll be looking for sponsorship, people to buy tables, um, auction prizes, and just having a fun night. It's been a long time through COVID where we haven't done mm. something that really is bringing people together. So uh, Is that your biggest way of fundraising? Uh, we actually haven't done a gala for probably uh, five or six years. I don't think it's been done for quite a while for the Rotary Club facilitating one um, but our biggest way of fundraising one of the big ones is the car boot sale mm. um, we do a flag and day. you make quite a lot of money with the car boot um, sale we well we charge for the stalls yeah. so it's it's limited by how many stalls we have so it kind of yeah. caps at a certain amount and then um, not every time but whenever we can we have a table um, ourselves as Rotarians and then sell goods. We don't do it every time because the sale, the sale has been selling out so we rather we want to give the stalls to people that are wanting to come in, but we do have donations that we need to get through. We have a storeroom full of stuff that needs to get sold. So, um, you know, so sometimes we put out a table and then we do different things. We, we just have different events. Like we have an auction coming up where it's just with the club members. Mm. Um, they're bringing in things from home and they'll have a fun night auctioning off the items to each other. Oh, to um, each other. <laughs> yeah. That's why it's a little bit fun. I mean, oh, you can invite fun. your friends in that as well, okay. but really it's, it's that's a little really bit good. of silliness with it. You really think out of the box. Yeah. So we try to. Quite, you, no, really interesting to hear. Yeah. Um, and how do you keep it? How do you keep it, um, so dynamic? I mean, you're very dynamic. And you're the president. Yeah. What, so you as a person, what are the qualities that you have to be able to 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 do this job well and to um, empower other people? Yeah. I think um, 
One of the biggest things is that I am choosing to do this. This is what I choose to do with some of my time. I'm fortunate that I'm in a position where I can give back to a community. It's the way I was raised. Um, you were raised, raised in, in Canada. Where, I was raised in Canada. Whereabouts in yeah, Canada? I'm from Manitoba. It's very cold where I'm from. There's a lot of people <laughs> really? who know Winnipeg and Gibraltar. They call it Winter Peg. My daughter will want me to ask you if you've ever seen a moose. I have, actually. They're really big, too. They're not usually where I live, but we actually, there was one out in a field just a few months ago and everyone, it made the news because we don't usually have them where we yeah, are. Yeah, my daughter's fascinated, so yeah. she'll be very happy yeah. to hear. They're like bigger than a truck. They're Gosh. big. Incredible. <laughs> so Manitoba, and it's very cold. How cold? Like, like um, minus? Yeah, like, well, we have snow right now, mm. but in January we hit minus 48, minus 50 degrees. Whoa. Yeah. School gets you? closed there because it's too cold to go to school, not because of other reasons. That must be really weird. Yeah. Live. But we I know when you grow up and you're used you. to it. Yeah. Mm. yeah. So how did you end up in Gibraltar? Um, so we actually had a very busy life in yeah. Canada and uh, we decided it was time to make a change. And we came on holiday to Gibraltar, as many do. Um, we had some friends here we came to visit and we just decided that this was the right fit for our family. We really wanted to do something different. Our kids were um, 10 and 16 or 15 when we moved and... Um, yeah, it was just, it was a right fit. It's such a wonderful community. I'm from a town roughly, it's a little bit smaller where I where I grew up, um, but I really felt and we felt that we wanted to move somewhere that we could become a part of the community. And do you feel part of the community? Yes. Yeah, very much. Yeah, we love Gibraltar. We really do. Our, our kids have settled right in. Um, I had a business here for the first five years, so I really got to be a part of the community and, and meet people firsthand, which I think is so important. When you go yeah. somewhere new, you need to find a way to become involved. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, because it's difficult because you're an outsider. I speak to a lot of people. Yeah. I, in fact, interviewed somebody a while ago and she said that she's still, she's been here for 15 or something years and she still doesn't feel, yeah. um, you know, Gibraltarian. She's married to a Gibraltarian, yeah. but she still, it feels a little bit like an outsider. Yeah. And I think some of that is maybe just the Canadian nature. Like we, we grow mm. up volunteering. We grow up, you know, you're, you're doing things in the community all the time. Um, maybe not in bigger cities, but it's how you're raised. And so I think that when you give back to a community, that's really how you become part of it. We can't say that we want things to change and not actually put in any, any effort. So for me as Rotary president, what makes me you know, good at this role is I think I'm committed. I'm committed to being a part of Gibraltar. I'm committed to what's going on here. I try to find out where needs are um, and think of ways that we can give back. And I have strong Rotarians behind me. I'm with like-minded people that this is what they also want. Yeah. And, and as a woman, a big part as a woman it. at the helm, how does that, how does that uh, yeah, um, go down? So for, for me, it's very natural. I, I've held roles like this in my past where I've been presidents of associations that were uh, mainly men. And I think that it's great. I mean, we can't talk about diversity and um, wanting to make changes without actually putting ourselves out there. You can't mm. complain about things and then not actually make the effort to make the change. So with Rotary, there's been many strong female presidents in our club before. Um, so I have mentors that are helping me along the way. Um, I have to say that we are, you know, in no way does our club have any issue with me being a female president. It's, um, and they like that I'm young. So yeah, I'm I think sure you're a huge asset. Yeah, I think that it's all a, a benefit. But, um, are there any challenges? Uh, yeah, well, change is a challenge for anybody, right? So, um, I do have some different ideas. I do make changes. I have to say, though, that, uh, in most cases, you know, I'm just supported, which is really great. 
know, people want to see things go forward. And Hmm. so they're very supportive with that. And how can people help you, MJ? I mean, how can people help the Rotary Club? If people wanted to get in touch, what would they do? So um, to get in touch with us, you are can go to our website, which is www.rotaryclubgibraltar.org. Um, or you can email us at rotarygibraltarevents at gmail.com. And you can just let us know that you're interested. We are happy for you also to come out to a meeting on a Tuesday at 7.30 at the Rock Hotel and just come out and meet people. Um, but when it comes down to it, we do flag days. Like, you know, there's various things that are going on where you could just say, you know what, I have an hour. Um, can I help you? And we mm. can always find a way for you to support us. Mm. And um, what what is that is the best way they, that they can help you? That or become a member. Or Decide that you're, you're what, committed. What does that entail? How do you yeah. become a member? So really you come out to four or five meetings. And like I say, you see that it's the right fit for you because there's no, there's no point in coming out and forcing yourself to do something. So you mm. need to come out and see that this is what I want to be doing. I want to be spending my Tuesdays when I can um, being involved with this. And for some people, it is a big time commitment. So that's like I say, we might have the Friends of Rotary. Um, so the Friends of Rotary, they'll just come out to help at a car boot sale or things where they have a bit more time. Um, there's lots of busy people. You may have young kids. It may not be something you can commit to fully at this yeah. point. You need commitment really from people who have the time. Yeah. Yeah. Or ideas, you know, and, and also just to spread the word that we do support our community. So if you know somebody who needs something, yeah. send us a letter. <clears throat> like this grant, this grant is, is really interesting to how can, if somebody wanted to to apply for a grant, how would they do that? So we have um, two things going on. We just have our general Rotary Charity Funds, which is what we raise money for. So there's a pot of money there that when things are requested, we're able to look at what the need is and support it accordingly. And we also have a youth grant available at the moment for 14 to 19-year-olds. And that grant um, has been sponsored by the Duke of Edinburgh Golf Charity. We actually have £8,000 to give away this year to wow. youth 14 to 19 years old. And what we're looking for is people that are looking to better themselves mentally or physically. That's really the only stipulation, the age, and that they want to better themselves mentally or physically. Maybe they're doing a sport, um, but it's hard for their family to afford Mm. for the sport. Maybe there's a trip coming up or, Mm. or that. Maybe they want to go to the UK to do a course. You know, a lot of it, we, we can't support the whole thing. We, we grant, um, between 200 and 500 pounds. So it's kind of something yeah, to it's work a contribution. with somebody. It's a contribution. Yes. Yeah. But it's still very, you know, I'm sure people who can't afford it would really benefit them. Yeah. And, and that's the thing is it's maybe you as a, a teenager would really love to take an art course, but you don't even think about being able to do it because mm. you're not working. Your family is, you know, maybe just getting by and you think, no, that's, that's something that I shouldn't be asking for. Well, this is a way we can help. There's, mm. there's courses that run through the college or university. Maybe you want to learn a language. You know, just yeah. something for yourself. And what what are your future projects? I know that you've got this gala that you're working yeah. towards and the car boot sales and all that, but what what is your your future vision maybe for the well, club? For mine, when I'm finished my year, I'll finish in July. One of the next things I'd like to start on is I'd love to create a grant program like that we're doing with the youth, but for adults in Gibraltar. Um, so that's something for me long-term. So we'll be looking at a way that we can just get that started, but perhaps you are somebody that want to go back to school, um, and do a couple of courses. Cause there's so many things that are available online now. Mm. Um, but yeah, not necessarily are, here, yeah, but it doesn't have to be here, no, cool. but you still have access yeah. to it and something, the same idea that's going to better you mentally or physically. And that you as a parent maybe aren't going to prioritize because we don't prioritize ourselves, yeah, we right? Don't. 
So just something that could help you. Um, yeah, or otherwise. So that's something I'm looking forward to, to getting started. So you can carry on your role till July and then it has to change. Then we is have that a like new a president. Law, like one of you. Yeah, generally here it's, uh, it's one year is what our, our, um, our commitment is. And then I'll stay on the board though. So, okay, so, so I have been on the board actually as vice president. Um, and I'm now president and I'll stay on as past president. And I'm actually the youth officer as well. So okay. yeah, I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. I don't think you should, because I think you're doing a great job from what you're telling me. What do you enjoy the most? What do you get the most out of it? I just enjoy meeting people and being a part of the community that way. Um, I think that there's so much to be said for connecting with other individuals. And it's really, it's just nice to be at the car boot sale and meet somebody face to face that you've maybe been yelling, yelling with and, oh, this is what you do. Oh, you know, you're just making those connections. Um, Gibraltar is, it's small and big, right? Everybody knows well, each it's other. Very but multicultural now. It, is, it yeah. didn't used to be yeah. before. Um, I was, I grew up when the frontier was shut. Ah, so okay. yeah, yeah, um, it's very, very different, very different place yeah. now and it's great. You embrace it. And, and yes, you do meet people from all walks of life, which yeah. is so much more interesting. It is. Yeah. It, yeah. And that's how you learn. No, you yeah. grow by listening to, like exactly. I'm doing, listening to you. Exactly. Um, you really inspiring, uh, com conversation, MJ. Um, who do you look up to? I, I was prepared <laughs> for this one because I, I listen to your podcast. Yes. So most people are like, yeah. what? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I actually, um, just interestingly enough, Jennifer Jones is our current international rotary president and she's a Canadian female and she is the first female position to ever hold this, uh, first female to ever hold this position. So in over a hundred years, wow, it's the first female president they've had. Um, and the theme that we have this year is imagine. And, um, I really look up to her for this because what she's telling us to do is just imagine the world, how we want it to be. You know, we are in a, in positions and in roles as humans to make changes in our in our society and in our world um, and really it is only limited to our imagination so I think that that is something that's so important we can talk about like I said earlier we can talk about diversity and inclusion and being a part of community as much as we want we can imagine what we want a community to be like but if we don't actually start doing the work it's not going to change hmm. so I think that's what inspires me the people that are actually on the forefront getting things done. Fantastic. Thank you so much. It's been wonderful to chat with you and you're very inspiring. I can <laughs> see why you're the president. <laughs> um, yeah, and we'll see you very soon. Yeah, thank you so much. Thank you. You've been listening to Women Rising, a series of talks where I've chatted to fabulous and inspirational women exclusively about their lives and their losses, their struggles and their successes, and their contribution to this world where they are empowering others and making a huge difference in our community. Thanks must go to my producer, Charlie Hurst, for putting this podcast together. Catch him at soundunit.co.uk. And a huge thank you also to Beatrice Garcia, who has designed and painted the podcast icon. She's at BeatriceGarcia.com. Should you like to advertise your business on my podcast, please get in touch and please like and rate the show on your favorite listening platform and comment also if you can. And should you want to get in touch with me, my email is rougejib at gmail.com.